just read the headline. I like to read through my news articles and read the headlines and just assume what the stories are. Mm. Like, yeah, I get that from the headline. ABC News, thank you very much. And this one, I had assumed, uh, maybe correctly, that... So you didn't read this article? I didn't read you the article You had a lot to say about this earlier. Yeah. Someone that didn't read the article. <laughs> because it clicked with me. I was like, fuck, that makes sense. And about the... So basically... I think that they want to incorporate like childcare with uh, retirement homes or with aged care, which makes sense because you've got um, grand- out. Yeah. <laughs> just go around this guy. You've got um, <laughs> grandparenting. Obviously, started out you know when once you were done with your hunting and gathering, you partake in the education and the raising of kids and looking after you know the next generation, and that you would have been forty or fifty years old. But nowadays, we get our retirees of all this information that's just been slowly turned into dementia patients and they not passing it on they're just stuck in a room being bored and like I my grandpa just you know as he was losing his marbles but he found the dumbest stuff funny like he was back into poo jokes and just things that are not funny but my little nephews thought he was hilarious and and they are on the same level yeah and I, I agree I think like the grandparents the older Generation, they've got a, generally have got a lot of time for the kids. Yeah, generally. Uh, generally, like I can I can hang out with my niece and nephew for like 15, 20 minutes and play games and you know play their stupid little games. What are we going to do before I start to get a, a bit over it and a bit bored? So yeah. really, do you want to keep doing this? Have we not been doing this for long enough? But whereas my mum, their grand, uh, she could just play these sort of stupid games all day long and love it. So. I had I'd sent a video about this about this exact thing where, where they showed where they had actually done it and, and it was quite a one of those touching Facebook videos that do the rounds. <laughs> yeah. Where you've got the oldies and they bring the, the kids running in and the oldies are just like like super excited and super happy. I think it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. I, I think pre that, so we get them in we definitely get that integration happening, but just before like these retires, maybe at sixty, you know, they've done their last job might be looking for a little cash, you know, they're getting super. Yeah. I'm thinking that we get the retirees as doing asbestos removal, right? Mesothelioma, 40 years generally, you know, it takes to, to come on. So we get them in there yeah, and we get them in doing asbestos removal. We're going to save heaps of money on gloves or PPE sort of kit. That's smart. Really give a shit. That's smart. And then why stop there? We'll, we'll, we'll put the, you know, they can go and have a bloody holiday in Whitnoom. Yeah. So we're going to send you down to a little shack village. Yeah, um, you can. We'll pay for the whole thing. You can spend some time at the beach. You just got to pull a few walls down in a couple of the old shacks. Right, exactly. Um, asbestos recyclers. I reckon it's genius. Yeah. Smart. And then because yeah, they don't care. It's not going to bother them in their lifetime. And then they Smart. come back to the retirement home, and we send the kids in, and they yeah. have a great. There's probably a lot of things. I reckon, like in a few years, we'll get to like a lot of substances that. So mesothelioma might be 40 years that it. Uh, kills you but like say redwood or something and we're all sitting around on redwood or cotton cotton actually kills you but it takes 200 years yeah. so by the time we cotton, get to this 200 I year think life, we're safe with cotton we're there's, all there's probably plenty of other things that we haven't done our due diligence on like yeah. mobile phones oh yeah. bluetooth headphones there was something an article doing the rounds uh, a couple of weeks ago like bluetooth headphones might give you cancer so yeah We'll find that out soon. Let's uh, wait and see. <laughs> it's so convenient. <laughs> yeah, have you got a set of Bluetooth? I was looking at uh, 
that's a story for another time. Well, we've got to keep on track. Structure. So there's a structure. structure. Okay. So okay. Um, look, listener, listener number one. The next one is just to, just a quick touch on ketogenic diets and um, and genetics. Yeah. Um, I was just listening to a doctor on Theo Von podcast. I don't know his name. I'll, I'll find it so I can so you can listen. But anyway, Theo Von podcast. And he was he was Doctor David Perlmutter. Uh, yeah, and he's just talking about how they think that Alzheimer's can be related back to diet in your 20s, 30s, even your teens, uh, and you know, too much sugar, too much um, carbohydrates, and that sort of thing. And he was all for the for a ketogenic diet or a, or a low carb, low sugar, high fat diet um, to help battle those sort of, or, yeah, the, in particular Alzheimer's later in life. Which is a brain degeneration, right? Yeah. 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 There's more and more stuff that where the ketogenic diet makes so much sense, or just low, just like cranking up fats, low carb. Is a bloke um, called this morning who a random uh, associate ended up finding my doco and wanted to call me, watched it last night, and yeah. he's like telling me about it. He's been on keto for four years. His son's type one diabetic, and they and that's what they prescribe for him. And it's like we've got all these ailments that it's like okay, try ketogenic. No parents, family, friend had um, she had chronic fatigue or some, some other issues, so they, you know, took her years. She couldn't get over it. Put her on a keto diet. Yep. And all of a sudden, she's doing well. She's employed. Got a job. And then why are they? Because I think we're only just really learning about how important gut health is to to your whole health. Like, who would have thought that what you eat and what happens in your gut actually affects all sorts of things within your body? Because it affects you. Yeah, and it's just really, um, I don't know, more and more I'm all about it. But the ancestry thing's interesting because I'm just more seeing the point that obviously keto isn't for everyone and there's different things that your body's used to um, eating and that's got to do with, say, where your ancestors came from. If they were grew up eating wheat, then most likely your body's going to be tolerant to it because if it wasn't, you wouldn't have survived. Yeah, so if you've got Italian ancestry or something like that, yeah. you probably... Got generations and generations of smashing built for the pasta and bread. Whereas if you grew up as in the as an Inuit in yeah. the, what northern Alaska or Russia or something, yeah, just you're smashing meat and fat and fat just to eat meat the seals. Yeah, and you probably wouldn't deal too well with it. And you look at stuff. I think that's really interesting. But the what were you saying to me about um, heirloom wheats and things? Yeah, well, apparently the the older wheats are. Much easier on the stomach um, compared to the, the really highly uh, developed weeds that we have now that, that that have been you know genetically modified to produce higher yields and they're just just harder on the stomach. Whereas the, the you know the, the wheat from a hundred years ago, that's why there's not just heaps of fat dudes, uh, fat people in Italy like they eat pasta every day and they yep. eat bread every day. If I did that, we can't move. If I mess, yeah. Well, they, so we adopted like our corn. I found out is little. He's actually tiny. Like your normal heirloom corn is tiny. So we changed it into this big cob. So that can grow. I always wondered that when you get like your stir fry veg at a corns. at you know an entire restaurant. Yeah, these tiny little corns. Like, what are they? Is this corn? Is this a different? That's corn. vegetable. That's the. That's a. I think that's original corn. It's not baby corn. That's corn. That's and we're eating gigantic corn. <laughs> Gigantic corn. Yeah. Would you like some gigantic corn? Yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what get away from it. Yeah, but, but the thing is, with a baby corn, you eat the cob. 
Yeah, yeah you're gigantic corn. You're not going to eat that cob. So hard. It's tough going. You need giant elmer's teeth. So that, I wonder what, what works out better in the long run, like eating heaps of baby corns with the cob or leaving the cob alone. Mm, it's a lot of waste. Good. Yeah, surface area though, as you get bigger, I reckon the, because you throw out a lot of the, the, the leaves around it. Yeah, yep. And then just, the, and carrots as well, they used to be, like carrots aren't naturally orange. We've made them orange. They're, they're purple originally. They used to be purple, but they look a bit rank on the shelf, so we bred them in to be orange. I wonder if that changes what's in the carrot, because I, the purple veggies are supposed to have higher levels of something. I don't know the answer to that. That's why they, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they, you know, you can buy the purple sweet potatoes and purple, purple carrots and purple things. I think if everyone was told that they're better for you, then people would buy purple carrots. carrots. Yeah, alright. Heirloom carrots. Heirloom carrots. Interesting. Very interesting. And just uh, what you were talking about there with your doco, it's, it's called... Um, where do you find it? It's on YouTube. YouTube, Fat Chance. Darian Wright has found it. He's leave yes. us a comment. It's, it's, if you search Fat Chance Documentary 2016, I think, yeah, 2017. 2017, you'll find it on YouTube. And it's about was riding his bike, eating fat. Eating the fats, yeah. getting riding. Alright, well, you know what? Next topic, hit me. Well, this actually rolls on. We're going to quickly touch on inventions because. I'm an inventor, you're an inventor. We've never actually invented things, but like most people, we come up with inventions. So I'll start because we're talking about gut biome, gut health. Today I was driving around drinking a kombucha because I love a passion fruit kombucha, you know, once a day, usually. And then I put. You're a real hipster. And then, yeah, this doctor guy was talking about uh, chewable uh, chewable probiotics. And anyway, I had mints sitting there. He was like, I eat mints all day long in the office because I don't want to go and breathe on people and I like mints. So I'm thinking probiotic mints so that you can have your mints fresh in your breath and breathe on your colleagues. Breathe on your colleagues and improve your, your gut biome as, okay. as you do it. So it's two birds, one stone. Easily done. I'm going to, don't steal my invention. No stealing. That's a disclaimer we should put. Any inventions mentioned on this podcast hereby backdated to the yeah. date of the cast. And, uh, That's right. And yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Therefore, they're in. Like I always invent things. I like that. That's good. I'll, I'll get around that. Even just chewing gum. We add add better stuff into chewing gum. We'll probably overdose. Yeah, I eat a lot of. I look chewing gum. I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll, I'll chat to um, some people. Talk to some people. Exactly sure who they're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> eclipse. I'll, I'll talk to Eclipse. Yeah. Who now sponsoring us? As of this, sponsored by Eclipse. Um, I always think. Of inventions, I'm sure other people do, and then forget them. It's like, fuck, what was that thing I came up with as genius? I started writing a few down, but sometimes they're so cryptic. My, my <laughs> ramblings, I don't even, I'm like, I better write this, like, encoded. Yeah, in just time. in case someone else tries to read yeah. your, and like, oh, I'm going to steal that invention. So I, I think I read, I was reading through your list of random shit before, and it was Stable Table. Stable Table, yeah. That's so that, that already exists, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah it does. But, more, uh, so I was walking home. You know how every bloody restaurant table you go to is unstable, right? Yeah. And you could invent an actual table that's stable, and I'm sure there are out there, and there's a bunch of them, right? Well, it's only stable until you move it to a ground that's not quite flat as well. Yeah, and there's ones that can adjust and, and what have you. So instead of that, means also everybody has to have this same generic table, which is pretty boring. Yeah. Right? Or why well, these ones are stable table. So instead of just the old fold up the tissue paper or the serviette and jam it under there, right? Mm-hmm. You've got 
a stable table foot that you can actually use for this purpose. Now my invention's pretty, went into it pretty deep, right? You know, it's not just something you ram under there. So, the old, you know the old stable tables that you could eat off? Yeah. So they've got like a soft they, side that sits on your legs. Oh yeah, so you sit, your legs. sit on the couch. Yeah. Made for obese people that can't be bothered yeah. leaving the couch yeah, yeah. Or people that live in a small apartment and don't have a table to eat at. Okay, poor people and fat people. Yes, poor, <laughs> the poor and the fat, all very good. Always looking for new things. Uh, better than inventing stuff for homeless people, which... <laughs> Anyway, what a good demographic. We're getting distracted. Right, so the invention say flat top. So think of that, but small in kind of like a wedge shape. And you put the hard side down on the ground. Yep. And then the leg of the table sits on the kind of mushy side. Yep. And so it's a tiny stable table to to stabilise tables. Yes. Yes, Yes, I like it. And then then the it's got like um, it works like wait a second. Well, yeah. We're just passing a ute that is full of carrots. <laughs> I've never. Just, oh, I should have got a photo of that. That would have been brilliant. It was just a ute just piled with carrots. carrots. Yeah, and he had timber on the side. It was a bit weird. Sorry, that just because we had been talking about carrots. Yeah, yeah. Good. Anyway, with a stable table that stabilizes tables. Mini stable table. So, next level stable table. It works like those old Reebok pumped up kicks where you you got a little thing so you can pump it up so to the density that you require for the table or to the height mm-hmm. so you can get a bit more air in there and really stabilize that table what about memory foam so you can you flatten it down it'll have memory foam in the middle of it but i'm just thinking just a little square of memory foam you flatten you put it under there and it, it, or it might push the table up too far mm. yeah anyway look i think you've got something there but it's probably still R and D to be done. Look yeah. at this hippie in his van coming past us. What is going on in there? A lot of there are a lot of cushions. Oh, markets going down to the markets. Surely. I don't know. He's got. But it's, this isn't a visual podcast. I know, but this guy, well, look, this guy's driving past. He's got an array of cushions and what looks like you know puffs. And then there's a lot of white hose as well. <laughs> what is he doing? Hose and puffs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's another one for you. Nicky Van Dyke. Oh yeah, I just in my messages. I just wrote. I think I'm in love with Nicky Van Dyke. So, and do Nicky Van Dyke's a professional surfer from Phillip Island? She's on the world tour. Yep. Good surfer. Quite attractive. Does yeah. she, do you know Nicky Van Dyke? I don't know Nicky Van Dyke. I think it's love because I can't explain it because I look at her and sometimes <laughs> she's a bit, bit funny looking and then like she's I don't know. She's got a very sharp jaw. She's got a very sharp jaw. Very she sharp. looks like she reminds me of a character out of Ants. The animated movie. Oh my god, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but so then I'm like, no, nah, I shouldn't love her. This person that I've never met. But then, I do love her. Well, yeah, I can't explain it. So that's you, how yeah. love works. I think. How do we get hold of her to, so you can let her know? We'll tag her on Instagram. Speaking of Nicki Man, like the the Women's World Tour is on right now, live, live now. How many instruments are we running here? Running a few, but I'll just check to see how Nicki's going it's sheer on tour this year yeah she's in she's in round three heat four against Malia Manuel right now right now oh god that can we pull over can I just say if you think you're not sure why you love Nicki Van Dyke but you know you do yeah is it not serendipitous that she's surfing live right now as I'm talking about it yeah I know these, I can't she's explain it a, she's got an 8.5 and a 6.17 she's got the nerdiest boyfriend have you seen him I'm sure he's a legend but he's 
just looks like a big oh. nerd. He, he went to the WSL Awards and he's got like the pants, the black pants that you wear to your first job because you're not sure how to dress oh, when you get like, they're real big, straight legged. Is that what he wore? Uh, yeah, and it, and they're like he super loose, the belts holding them up. Yeah, he should have gone with black he, jeans. You know what? He's he's probably just a Philip Island boy who's like been thrust into this. This, uh, <laughs> <Nicky Van Dyke. laughs> okay, so Nikki Van Dyke, good luck in your heat. We'll come back. I'll check that after. She's being beaten by Malia at the moment. But, uh, Oof. Um, yeah, Julie, we need to move on quickly. We're moving on, Julie Bishop. <laughs> did I write this one down or did you? <laughs> this has been on my mind for a while yeah. for a couple of reasons. Because Julie, she's a very successful politician she seems like switched on politician which is nice because a lot of them seem just like psychopaths yeah um she lives in perth on all reports she lives in highgate or something like that and she goes and gets her coffee in the morning barefoot um and she's just amazing she's just a super hot old lady she's getting hotter she's definitely getting hotter if you look at her back in the 90s she's way hotter now in her 60s than she was in her 40s Oh, she's 62. She's 62. That's old. So, here's what I think's happened. Yeah. Julie Bishop was the minister for ageing for four or five years. And in that time, she would have talked to some people, right? And she's uncovered something. She's got the government secrets here. And she's kept it to herself. And she's using it. Yeah. That, that is completely plausible. <laughs> 100% plausible. <laughs> she, how else is Julie... The other thing is she'd never had kids, so she's managed, you know, it is rough old lady to have the children and Julie hasn't. She she looks she's after well too old to have kids now, I'd say. Yeah, no. she could adopt one. She could adopt. I'd like to be adopted by Julie Bishop. Maybe right, right age as well. Look, yeah. I love my mum and I'm sure you love your mum. But, but I would prefer Julie to be my mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, her head's on these magnets that I get on the fridge. She'd uh, deliver them to my house and I think... I've been subliminally subjected to Julie's beauty, and I now follow her on Instagram. It's a recent, uh, recent follow. I'm sure one of the wood follows her as well. And uh, she's, yeah, she's definitely, uh, definitely well, something. How about Jules. a quick? Would you rather? Oh yeah. Would you rather okay. one night with Nikki Van Dyke, so you don't get to be with her, even though you love her, this or <laughs> one night with Julie? You don't have to do anything sexual. Do you just have to take people Julie out for dinner, but just to get people to know about it. Do you want people to yeah, know I about it? Yeah, I want to be on the paper. I want to be on the, the West. West. Either way, people are going to know about Page four of the West. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. With page, Jules. Page three. Jules goes on a date with, with youngs, young, young podcaster, all riding podcaster, <laughs> Keita Jenning. Yeah, I'll take that. Julie, it is. Sold. Um, I reckon, so she's not, not had any kids, so there's no little Julies running around. Nope. No, no, no. Oh, can you imagine her? Yeah. Julie is the, uh, she's the fine wine, isn't she? She's the classic getting better with age, the fine wine, but yep. she's, uh, she's just retired. She's retired. The winery's closed. The vines are dead. There's no more, no more vintage out of that. She's a collector's uh, item. Her last rosé has been squeezed. <laughs> squeezed. All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> How can Structure. we? Structure. Just to be clear, I could never move on from Nikki or Julie. No. Just in case either of them. Both very successful women who uh, we're impressed by. Both got great arms. Sorry, this, we this, need is, to this is a quick, this is a bit of a change in direction from space laws. 
Yeah, we talked a lot about moon graffiti. We talked about going up to the moon, living on the moon, graffitiing the moon. Would you go to Mars? Do you want to live in a crater? Yeah. So I guess the question is, if we're going to go into space and start doing things, who's going to who's governing space? Yeah, who actually governs the law when you're in space? Because International Space Station, station yep. you've got, obviously, a lot of... Uh, international representatives there yep. all doing their own thing and where like it might be fine to it has to be a fuck fest over there you would think oh surely it would be so uh, someone's doing imagine having a kid in space surely that'd be there's, there's no coat hanger clinic in space is there just drop over to the uh, no you just push it out the window if there's your abortion <laughs> you better still just in the stirrups let the, let the vacuum of space just get <laughs> like an aeroplane oh, toilet alright I see so you can okay we're going to talk we'll get back to the laws but let's assume for a moment there are no laws so we can abort fetuses how we please I'm thinking like a gap in the wall of the space station that you sit up against and a hole opens up and the vacuum of space just pulls out the fence. Yeah. How do you stop pulling everything out? <laughs> you've, got have, you've got to have scissors ready to cut the cord. Okay. You'd have to wait until it's quite late term, though. Do you think, I think so. Mean, that's the key to space abortion. Otherwise, it's late term. Otherwise, it'd be prolapse. Anyway. Enough. Enough of that. Space, but space this is, this, that, whole com- that whole little conversation there is a good point. We do need laws in space. At the... Sure. My thinking is that it's similar to Antarctic law in that the UN has laws about Antarctica. So people have claims about Australia has an Antarctic territory, Russia has some, China has some, America has some, and the territories overlap because they've just made claims. Yeah. But it's, it's basically you're not allowed to have um, a jurisdiction over land in Antarctica. What do you call it? Um, sovereignty. Okay. So nobody has sovereignty. And it's just, the, it's a UN thing. It's a gentleman's agreement that we'll just all go down here and we won't use Antarctica for oil or for mining and we won't use it as a place of a theatre of war. But it, it is just a gentleman's agreement. So there's actually nothing stopping anyone going down there and um, taking it on. And like taking it on, trying to find oil and doing it. It's the same setup in space. And I think, yeah, and I think what they say in Antarctica is like, okay, you're in Australian Antarctic Territory so you're governed by Australia's laws but it's only it's a gentleman's agreement. Okay. So but we need to start claiming some things are yeah because things are like there are different laws in different countries. Like fundamentally, you're not allowed to rape anyone. But you know, you could you might be able to smoke on Russian planes. You know, can you smoke on the international? Space I assume that Russian space rockets allow smoking. Well, they have a little smoking room at least. Yeah. Uh, I don't see how that, that, that could, but I assume an American or Australian spaceship. Not required. Be, it's like, actually that, that's a good point, was it, you talking about that? We still have to tell people they can't smoke and, yeah, no smoking signs everywhere. Yeah, no smoking in here, get on an aeroplane. You can't smoke on this aeroplane and you and you can't smoke in the bathrooms. Yeah. It's like, we know. Also, don't touch kids. There's yep. no sign for that, but don't, don't, that's assumed. Don't murder. No murder. No murder. This is a no murdering aeroplane. Oh, can I murder in the in the toilets? No. No. There's no murdering in the in the bathroom. And we have murder detectors in there. <laughs> murder detectors <laughs> will go off. If any murdering is undertaken, then uh, the murder alarm will go off and yeah. And you'll be sucked out of the plane. Um 
late-term abortion in space. But, no, it's a good point. So how many years? Because no smoking inside. Well, it's, been I, I, it's been around going on 20 years, I'd say. Easy. In a, actually, I think when I was 18, there was still smoking in pubs. Because remember, you'd get home from the pub and you would absolutely reek. It had just stopped in um, Tassie, and then you came to the pub and Vico and I was 18, and we used to get home and ditch the clothes in the garage. Like, literally, I'd tape the clothes off in the garage, hang them up, and then walk into the room because you'd reek. But then, refreshingly... So, so Tassie was first. Yeah, I went to Tassie, and they had the they had that ad on. You guys always sing, nobody smokes here anymore. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody rapes in the bathrooms anymore. So I think the difference is that with, they need with song camp. Murder and rape have been, you know, bad things to do for for hundreds and hundreds of years, yeah. if not thousands. Whereas no smoking is probably only, uh, you know, fifteen. Uh, so, so we still need a sign. So New we laws. Sign. We still need a sign. And um, in space. I think you should be allowed to smoke in space. <laughs> well, don't see who's you're going to get punished by. Yeah. We're in Bunbury, by the way. We're in Bunbury, which means we're getting it done. How far? Oh, bus over. There's a turn off. We're going to take Sue's Road. Could it look like an hour away? From Mugs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. An hour, a bit more. Perfect. What time's my meeting? Three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We're going to get there bang on. Perfect. So that's, uh, we are mid-podcast, so the next subject is jelly birds. Jelly birds. Do you want to explain this one? Yeah. Me too. When um, I was, uh, what was I doing? Probably, oh, doesn't matter. I was staring at, I was just in the Lucky Shag actually, staring at jellyfish in the water, and I like frothed out on them, looking at these things, just like, they, they look like they're not going anywhere intentionally, but they are. If you sit and watch them for a while, they're going places, and they've got no brain or nervous system that I know of and they just like they come in so many different varieties and shapes and colours and they've got like poisonous poisonous ones that'll absolutely kill you. Yep. They're made of jelly effectively. Some like they're mostly water uh, so they just look amazing too like that. Yeah. Wild. These are the ones in the in the Can um, they move themselves? Can they decide where to go? Yeah, so I was watching in the river. So they're coming up to the surface, cruising around and then they'd like turn and glob 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 themselves down and they're so like slow I know turtles eat them but they're so slow they're just floating around but they seems like nothing wants to eat them they're they're immune because they're so stupid like just going around so that's a jellyfish yeah well they're not we're talking about jelly birds they've called them um they've changed the name that they're known as it's like changing uh fairy penguins to little penguins because the gay penguins got Okay, um, so you're saying it's not a fish? No, so they're not jellyfish, they're called something else. Sea jellies, that's what they're called. Sea jellies. They're known as sea jellies now, but they sound delicious. Us, you know, when you, back in the day, when you were allowed to smoke on aeroplanes, we were all calling them. Maybe they need a sign down the jetty. What? Sea jellies. The question is, why are there no sky jellies? Why are there no sky jellies? So you've got fish, right, and fish swim. A lot of fish swim the same, but they all swim slightly differently, right? And then you've got your your uh, your crabs and your <laughs> your lobsters, and then you've got your your sea jellies just pumping around. Yeah. And there's all sorts of different ways to get around under the sea, but in the sky, we've only got really one type of thing that flies. Yeah. So all fish 
swim differently, but birds fly, fly the, same. the same. They get around. Imagine walking down the street, right? And then just, you know, not every day, you're just walking into Leaderville, but this evening, because of the way the wind's blown, there's these fucking sky jellies. They're all blown. They're just blown in, and you're getting stung in the face. You know, you used to go walk down here all the time, and they're just like slow moving blobs in the air, just around us, all there. And then, you know, the wind <laughs> will come and they go around. And then the next day, they won't be there. Can they sting, man? I just thought of something. The, the sky jelly sting. Sky jelly stingers. Yeah. The, oh, the, the imaginary funny. sky jellies yeah. sting badly. Yeah, well, some of them do, not all of them, but they're pretty to look at. Just say, I was at Brighton Beach one summer and a southerly change came up. And you know those bugs, they're black and orange and they're always seem to be mating? What? what? There's the bugs. Oh, bugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetle things. Yep. They're black oh, and orange. They're a bit yeah. long. Yep. We, a, a black cloud started coming in over, and there's, there's kids and people on the beach area. I was in the water. We saw this black cloud coming towards us. I was like, what is that? So this is the only thing I can imagine close to a sky jelly. And as it got closer, the first few started landing in the water around us. It was like, it's these orange and black fuckbugs. And then all of a sudden, they were fucking everywhere. Kids, like, I'm not exaggerating, kids were screaming. I was in the water, so I just got right down the water. Like, ten mil? But there was thousands and thousands of them. And kids are screaming. Parents are, like, like... Grabbing their children and running away from the beach because there was hundreds of people at the beach. The beach emptied. Me and uh, Dave, we we're in the water, so we just stayed up to our necks and just kept under as much as possible and just watched the chaos. And yeah, when it emptied the beach and it was actually quite frightening. So I imagine. Well, could you see the end of it? Could you, was it just a swarm like it, coming over? It came. We left probably 10, 15 minutes and it just What just happened? Oh, it just stopped suddenly. What were you looking at? We nearly crashed the car. <laughs> the microphone the went flying. <laughs> view mirror, and then I got distracted by the PC. I heard something, and then I looked, and the car in front of me had stopped at this roundabout that's not even a roundabout, so I don't know why we stopped. So here's the next subject. Is it dangerous doing podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, this is the bit through Barmory where I've got to pay attention. You can drive. I was telling my... Yeah, it's, oh, it's deep in, I was in the sky jellies. Oh, so the, ten, it was went on for ten or so minutes, and we bailed as well because you cannot be at the beach when the sky jellies blow no. in. Um, and we got out of there, so it was hectic. But, I, but you survived. I, I lived, yeah. lived five another day on that one. All right, don't show me anything. I'm gonna look forwards. <laughs> this, um, this is the most sober I've done a podcast. 100 percent sober. Yeah, it's good. Maybe that's dangerous. Um, just a quick update. We're, in, we're just driving through Bunbury. Not much going on. There's a lot of cars around. Yeah, there's many cars. We're still recording. We're still recording. Sorry. Yeah, did stop recording. Everything's working. Um, let's move on from Jellybirds. I'd like to talk about John Mayer. John Mayer. Can I just I'll preface this by saying John Mayer played in Melbourne last week or the week before? Yep. Did you go? I didn't go, I'm not a huge fan, but I've become a bit more of a fan lately through Instagram. One, mainly just watching him, his guitar shredding, he's actually a fucking shred lord on guitar. He may be one of the best guitarists to ever live, but he's more known for his, uh, you know, body as a vocal hands. Can that finger the fretboard, can finger the fraternity. He is a 
definition of a ladies' man. He's a ladies' man. This so John Mayer. He he obviously got the mad skills, and blokes in general learn guitar to pick up chicks because it works, especially in high school. Not not older blokes learn guitar to pick up chicks. I reckon the opposite. I reckon younger guys are like, yeah, I'll learn a song. Guitar and chicks will froth it, and then they figure out they're no good. I learned guitar in like when I was thirteen or fourteen, and I had no thoughts of females on my mind. So you're the rare sort. It wasn't too later that I realised that this is all I had to offer the ladies. (laughs) Once the hair started falling out, (laughs) I know it was well before that. Well, Uh, but so John Mayer, yeah, he's obviously shredding guitarist. He's legend and then most shredding guitarists play in shredding bands right he's also quite good looking and funny he's a good looking bloke he's a funny guy and that's not enough so he starts writing like he's sold out a bit is it not enough John? it's not enough John like he's 46 and he looks at that he's 22 he's hooking up with girls and old um, supermodels supermodels who he's dating uh, someone it doesn't matter and he's writing these songs like your body is a wonderland because he wants to Shag every chick in the world. That's his goal. It's yeah. not to like I've got I'm a good looking bloke, I'm funny, I've got shredding skills, I've got a hope. This is he's like he's the kind of sellout that that's what he wants to do. And he's like to put it in context, he's the Genghis Khan of our time. That's yeah. the way I was looking at it. I was like, he's getting getting it done. He's writing uh, I'm, I'm hearing things. Can you hear that? My other phones. Are you you're playing Apologies. a podcast. Yeah, there's in my pocket. Right. Yeah, so anyway, he's John Mayer, the Genghis Khan of our time. Yeah, because he wants he's to hurt people. <laughs> Only with his killer what soul. Getting? Yeah. <laughs> Again, that, that he's trying to shag everyone. Genghis Khan, right, mm-hmm. is he, he went across Mongolia in a number of years basically saying, join me or I'll kill you. And so people joined in. And, John, and Genghis Khan, don't get me wrong, great bloke, invented a ma- the first mail service. Not mail escort service. Mails, as in like he had like a mail system. Australia Post. Like Australia Post. So Genghis Khan invented Australia Post. Post. So he had a system of uh, horses set up. So he had messages, right? And he'd basically have a station and you'd ride your horse real fast, get to the station, pass the message on, then that horse would run until it was cooked and stop at the next station. So they could get messages across the country really quickly. By horse messenger. Yeah. He also killed like an amazing invention. He also like killed. Right, he killed ten percent. Sorry, gosh. He toured around. He toured around. He murdering was and fucking. Yeah. He. There's this some crazy stat on there. So he killed ten percent of the world's population in the twelve months. He killed like something like forty million people, which, in, which million. was ten percent of the people living on Earth. Not him personally, but his the war regime was yeah. waging. But he must have fucked some 40 million chicks as well, because what's the stat that it's... It's one in 200, or no, um... Yeah, I think that's right. I think one in 200 men are uh, direct, direct descendants from Genghis Khan. And then in that Mongolia, that's in the world, yeah. but then in that um, area, regionally, it's like 10%, 10% of, the, of the people are direct descendants of Genghis Khan from so the 1200s. In, it's incredible. In, <laughs> where was that, the 1200s? Yeah. So how many years ago was that? Like 800 years ago? Yeah. So in 800 years' time, how many, what percentage of the population is going to be a direct descendant of John Mayer? I don't I think. <laughs> that's a question only our next generation of kids, unborn children, can answer. Sure. I'd sure. like my kids to you know be... what we're going to do? We'll, we'll 
um, we'll troll John Mayer on Instagram and we'll ask him to see if he, what he thinks about that. Yeah. Um, we don't do so that's wrong. a bit left field. I apologise for that, but I just had you, this thought. I think you're right. I seem to remember when we were living together in St Kilda, we, we came back to our house with some drunk girls, our friends. That, no, just not, not randoms, yeah, a bunch of girls have been there. And I knew how to play one John Mayer song on guitar which was the start to what is Wonderland. And I was just sitting on the couch, chilling, and I have a guitar in my lap, and I started playing, one of the girls, as soon as she heard it, jumped on the coffee table, like she's super drunk, and just starts dancing to it. So I kept going, and I stopped, and she, this is not made up, she just, I was there. Was there. <laughs> she just, without saying anything, just sat back down on the couch. I was like, so I start, I drop it again, do down, get down, do down, and she's straight back onto the coffee table, just like head bobbing around, hair going everywhere, dancing, stop, and she sat back down on the couch. And I, I don't think she even knew she was doing it. So no. John has, it's, it wasn't me, that was John And Mayer. then you and I proceeded to sing as much of that song <laughs> as we knew. We got this afternoon. Anyway, let's not sing Your body is in wonderland. You got a, the lyrics for it are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, the best one is the deep sea of blankets. We swim in the deep sea of blankets. What a genius. <laughs> Taking your big plans. Yeah, this is, anyway. Anyway, a genius. So, yeah, yeah. Genius sellout, Genghis Khan of our time. Absolutely. Moving along. Posh wanks. <laughs> this is definitely your. <laughs> Speaking of John Mayer. Speaking of John Mayer. Posh wanks. Posh wanks. So, a posh wank is uh, when you have a wank with a condom on. But uh, I think it was actually you were talking something to do with birthday wanks. Oh, your Instagram. This is my view. No, Jesus. <laughs> I've got to go back I and treated myself. I treated myself to a... Um, to John Mayer. Oh, the thing, my thing with the... You know, it's my birthday, right? I spent it by myself this year. I went to a rodeo in the evening, but in the morning, I woke up Your birthday's on New Year's Eve, mm. and you spent it by yourself. In the morning. I that's, woke up by myself. That's sad in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit sad. Uh, one, no one knows it's your birthday because it's New Year's Eve, and two, no one wanted to hang out with you anyway. So, which was fine, because it meant I had plenty of time to, you know, set myself up for a birthday wake. Posh one. The thing with your, it might have been, I might have got, thought might have crossed my head. Um, this, I'd love to say there's a prop involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, um, and, um, but the thing with your birthday wank is, right, it should be one that you treat yourself to. But because it's your birthday, the text message is coming in, and then the phone calls. So I've got oh. myself all set up here, yeah, and then the phone go, the messages, and it's not like I'll just pull the phone off the hook there, you know, because I needed the phone. Can't put it in flight mode. The, then, then WhatsApp message pops up. I had to you gotta get out of that. And then not disturb mode. And then Damo calls me. Uh, oh, Damo. Damo. You don't. You just talk dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> You've been chosen. The world has chosen you. It's a birthday wanks. It's, it's difficult to have your own little time to to get um yeah. get it done. You. <laughs> It might be a sign that you have an awake at the wrong time of the day. Do you ever get? Do you ever plan it? Do you ever plan awake? Like, oh, I can't wait till my partner um, goes out or till uh, the house is aligned. Yeah, I think with the wake, you don't know you're going to have it till you know you're going to have it. It's like you're not thinking about it. It's not that you think, oh, I can't wait to get home and have a big wake. <laughs> it's just more like that's the idea will pop into your head, and as soon as that idea's popped in, you're done for. It's hard to get out of the way if it's not at the right time for a wake. That's right. 
and so I've got a I love that there's a fake um, PTV like Public Transport Victoria sticker you know like they have all the, uh, yeah. the stickers on on good tram etiquette like get up if there's an old person or a pregnant person or no move, smoking. move across so that the um, so that there's room on the seat or don't don't smoke don't murder don't no murder it's like <laughs> was was sitting in the tram was notices a, a hot girl across the way and fancies a wink. Not now, not now where it was, not till you get home. It's like tram etiquette, it's simple stuff. What are you looking <laughs> down there for? Like this thing is going to fall over. Nothing's going to fall over. Watch the fucking road, mate. You just killed us before. This uh, is like a fucking dangerous this podcast. This is like when you're, going through your, when you're going through your phone on um, the train. It's like, oh, yep, surfing updates overnight. It's all the catching up on the latest comp news writing's going on Julie Bishop pops up another one to Nicky Van Dyke you're like fuck it that's it yeah Instagram these days ooh snowboarding snowboarding surfing surfing ah might have a quick wank whoop definitely yeah. definitely knock the top off one of those and then uh, continue no, I, that's why my Instagram I only follow friends surfers and uh, skiers and comedy that's comedy gold you right. don't want to use Instagram for looking at the ladies and one off the wood uh, and one off the wood. That number one, one fucking get around us. Off the wood. It's just we should. How's uh, our structure going? The structure's good. We're talking about posh wanks. We're nearing the end of our list. Do you want to move on? Yeah. That one was probably probably could have left that off the list. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> hey, next time we'll review the list. Ten cent returns on cans. I don't know why that's on there. WA's bringing it in. It's well, good. I'll tell you why it's on there. It, ties back into works camps so New South Wales have it and my office in New South Wales has like a, a machine where you can put the cans in right so now work are paying for me to move from Melbourne to Sydney yes now, well they're not paying they're paying some to to help move my furniture yeah, so here's what I'm thinking allowance. sell the furniture yep fill a um, a truck with used cans get them to pay for it to go to Sydney and then put them all through the machine Yes. Make bank, bank. Buy brand new furniture. How? Yeah. Perfect. So you're going to have to find out what the weight of aluminium equals in number of cans multiplied by 10 cents. So 10 to cans is a dollar, 100 cans. They, they don't weigh cans. a lot of cans. No. Uh, the only thing is, I think these machines, you can't crush them. Oh, so it's got to be full can. Yeah, it's just going to be full can. Well, they don't take flat cans. They just do them by weight at other places. You can find another. Imagine having to put... A, a eight ton truck worth of cans yeah. through your machine. No, you're right. That's gonna fill it's up. It's gonna look weird. You're gonna need to trailer it. You're gonna have to go to the depot. Yep. But definitely do it. Well, just start uh, collecting one ton of cans. Like anyway, we you gotta find a music now. festival. I reckon. You gotta go to a music festival. Just collect the cans and collect the cans. You're so you're just, no, no, I've got hard to collect I'll cans in Victoria because no one wants to. No keep it. We're just gonna around people's wheelie bins. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if you. <laughs> Number of cans found per hour times your daily wage or your hourly rate. Yeah. You, I think maybe just stick cans in the side job. Um, Warren. Yes, Andy. What's got you stoked this week? Oh, I've done that thing where I forgot. It's got me stoked. Really? I tell you. I tell you what's got me stoked. I don't know. You never right now, I'm, I'm actually I'm frothing on this road trip, but I'm frothing on having a sick car. I. This is uh, it's a pleasure. I should have done it a long time ago. Talk us through it. We got the Prado. 
It's a white Prado. I fit in. What it's year? Not been on a year are you in here? 2013. It's got round dash dials like where they're, they're dexterous. So before they did everything, it's got Bluetooth, digital Bluetooth, get podcast okay. going. Got the bull bar, tow bar set up, dual batteries. Thing. I've got the fridge plugged in in the back. I'm and running my laptop off. The sickest thing I've got, it's got 220 volts out the back, so we're literally running the laptop and this podcast. Can't be. I should have done it a long time ago. I love it. Um, it's. I feel like a real adult dressed in my big boy pants going to my meeting. How many surfboards in the back? Four in there. Oh, four. One of them six light as well, and it's not taking up that much space. So yeah, plenty of room. Get around. I feel right. I'm like a proper adult, and it's continuously getting got me frothing. Well, you know what? You're you're running a work scam. Yeah. Which is not even a scam. It's just work. So yeah. You get you're getting paid to go surfing. You're driving the Prado. Doing all right, mate. You're a full-blown adult. Yeah, uh, you just spend New Year's Eve by yourself because you don't have a girlfriend or a family. But um, other than that, you're doing okay. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Um, that's uh, yeah, that's what's got me frothing. Andy, mate, what has got you frothing oh, this week? Well, I can't say the same thing. This you is can't I'm pretty say frothing. No, oh, I know, but but we we just played our last gig for some time. Uh, look, I'll, I'll just call that as a separate thing. We just played in the SB. Um, it was packed out in the basement, and it was sick fun. Yeah. Was, thanks to everybody that came. If you're listening in, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be listening to this. Um, we're going to put out a clip from it because we got we got it filmed and recorded. So. Yeah. Um, shout out to the bands you played with, or was who was who's oh, just the best one? Who were they? No, there was two other bands. One was Grey Whistle Test, right? Grey Whistle Test. It's this this guy, slightly overweight, six foot three, red headed guy who was super awkward to look at but he had this like cheeky look in his eye and he had the voice of an angel and they were really cool they sounded like a mellow old jay okay. how many pieces uh, three three maybe four there was a chick playing guitar which is cool oh what was the last band called because they were freaking awesome there's a lights somewhere yeah floodlights so um so these guys they're real Australian a bit of Paul Kelly like a rock like cool. a punk Paul Kelly they just crossed the Nullarbor and a lot of their songs were singing about crossing the Nullarbor and like almost spoken word sort of stuff to rock music. Epic. It was sick. That sounds cool. Yeah. And yeah. The, the lead singer had a, a, a really, um, like he had a face that you couldn't stop looking at. <laughs> we are <laughs> I, I was talking to Matt who plays drums in our band. He's like, how's this bloke's face? I was like, I know. <laughs> I love his face. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel about Nicky Van Dyke. Maybe you're oh, in love man. with him. Yeah, I might be in love with him. No, I think I am. So that was cool anyway. Um, but that's, that's not got me stoked because that was last week. That's what got me stoked last week. But what's got me stoked this week is just coming down to Margaret River. Uh, looks like the swell. I'm a little bit scared because it looks like we're going to be getting some decent waves and the salmon are running, so there's fucking sharks everywhere. There's going to be fucking sharks everywhere. Yep. Just, I wasn't going to tell you about that. But well, you're I'm a smart fellow. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out on me. This Yeah, but that's cool. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow should be good times. We just need a hustle because it's going to be southerly, so we need to not get Surf Check Charlie involved too much and get it done. Well, you're the local. You got to choose the spot. Yeah, and get out of touch. Get some ball riding. But um, yeah, well, it's good. We will just have. Everywhere, if you surf somewhere new and it's shit, at least you surf somewhere new, I reckon. And it's, um, you know, it's all about adventuring, right? 
it's about adventuring. If, even if we surf shit waves all weekend, it's going to be good times, I reckon. Yeah, should be uh, um, sick. Yeah, we will. Is there anyone we can... We, our last three podcasts have just been you and I talking about it together. Well, Black Hockey Wines is down here, who we're going to stay with. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice to get a little chinwag with him. Maybe, maybe we should drop do another chinwag with him. Yeah, great do it. Staying at his house, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, the beer farm guys, this is the uh, opportunity to, to let them know that we're sponsoring them. But no, but would they sit down and talk? Yeah, Benny will if he's got the time. I'll have it. I'll have Let's shoot them a text. And see how we go getting today. ahead of ourselves. I think we've called out that we're going to chat to these kids for. Well, because they need to. They're supposed to be supplying our beer, and I haven't had a beer farm beer in months. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Emu export. Oh, okay. What do you need to go and follow the um, bush chill crew. crew? Yeah. Get amongst the bush chill crew. The crew on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. Um, one, one number one off the wood. We it's, don't. That's all we've got. We don't have. Um, Facebook or anything because we're giving we'll give away yeah yep. we're not giving away shit I'm giving away free uh, audio free <laughs> audio <laughs> mate this has been a one off wood podcast from the car one off the bitumen one off the dash one off the Prado well one off the Prado yeah, one, hashtag one off the Prado um, that's it I think so hopefully this works it's been sick it's been car chats you know like it's what you want to Um, sometimes you have a real good road trip some people are shit to road trip with mm-hmm um, I've always had a good time road tripping with you. Well, you know why? Because I know road trip etiquette. And you know what road trip etiquette is? If you're sitting in the passenger seat, one, you need to run the podcast, but you don't sleep. You do DJ like a mad cat. Yeah. And you do uh, make sure everyone's going the right way. And if someone needs to know something, you, you find it out. You find it out. You yep. get, that, uh, get that message to them. That epic road trip when um, I think we've already discussed the story about how we got munted in um, Salt Lake, no, in Jackson, Wyoming, and then had to drive to Salt Lake City to get you out of there. Yeah, I don't know. Was that on a podcast that we've put I think it was on number one, maybe. Okay. Was it? Yeah, oh, maybe it might not. be one that didn't get out there. But, but um, anyway. yeah, well, look, you were too retarded to drive, and you're like, you're the one that had the flight, and you said, I cannot drive. We've got a, we've got a seven-hour drive <laughs> that we need to do in six and a half hours to get you to make this plane. Yep. So... You DJ'd like a champion off DJ off like two hours sleep for six hours. I DJ'd non-stop and it was good. And uh, I we didn't stop. We sat on about 140 and got there we in time. 100 miles an hour. Yeah. The thing is, it was quality I can vouch for. If you're in. going on a road trip and your mate falls asleep in the front passenger seat, he's not your mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, you, and you do a quick swerve and bang his head against the window. Yeah, you mean. And uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to play a floodlight song. Yeah, sure they're cool. And it's called Nullarbor. Um, yeah, well, well, here they are, floodlights with Nullarbor. Hero, hero.
Pack my boot up and drive Everything that's necessary for my life My jack tools and tire repair kit It makes me look the part but in Bridgestone I'll sit Driving through the quiet rural towns In novelty sized boots stands with nobody around Cattle station arms into the night Sun at my back when I wake My brain seesaws, is this a big mistake? Constant phone calls ring out It's nothing personal, I just need a people drought The mesmerising ocean dances slow Tormenting the great desert with its tantalising show The UA jet, the crackles high And I go!